I really just want to unpack and talk about the process of discovering my passions. And in reflecting and preparing this episode, I realized that I discovered my passions through my pain. Come catch a vibe. Catching up with Chrissy. Come catch a vibe. Catching up, catching up with Chrissy. Uh, catching up. Unlimited passion is what's attracting us. Pull up a seat at the table, come unpack with us. Loving ear and open mind is all I'm asking for. And we learning from each other, it's transactional. Cause knowledge is power and I'm trying to have it all. And give it back Habitual patterns and traditions Yeah, we healing that Empowering everyone around me Yeah, I'm into that So come catch a vibe with me Come catch a vibe with me Come catch a vibe with me We catching up with Chrissy What up, family? Welcome back I can't believe I'm saying welcome back, but welcome back to Catching Up With Chrissy. It's your host, we here, and we're in your ear. (laughs) That was a super phony word too, but (laughs) I'm super excited for today's episode and I'm extremely grateful that you guys are tuning in and coming to catch a vibe. And um, I just also want to give a shout out to all of y'all that tapped into the last episode because one, I got a lot of support, love, and feedback from that. And two, I reached 100 downloads. I don't know how big that is in the podcast world, but in my world, it's pretty damn big, man. So thank you guys. Couldn't do it without you. I am forever grateful and I have been happy since last week. (laughs) I can't make it up. I cannot think of one thing I complained about in a week (laughs) because I'm really just doing what I love and loving what I do for real, for real. So once again, thank you guys for that. In this episode, I'm unpacking. I am going to lie, this space is to heal, learn, and unpack, and that's exactly what I plan to do. And in this process of unpacking, I'm pretty much talking about discovering my passions through my pain. And not only do I want you guys to have a little insight about me um, and my journey and how I am where I am, but I kind of want to leave it off with changing our perspective of pain. Um, A lot of us, including myself, Um, deny that pain even exists or avoid painful situations or avoid the truth in things because it's not easy to sit with. But when I reflect on my passions, the story behind those experiences were painful for me during that time in my life. And by painful, I just mean simply being faced with things you don't want to. So yeah, let's dig deeper into that. Let's dive in. We catching up with Chrissy. All right, so we're going to get into little Chrissy. And here's why. Because I was like 9, 10 when I first discovered my first passion. Matter of fact, pop quiz. If you listened to the last episode, what was my first discovery of a passion? Hey, <laughs> for some reason, my in my spirit, I feel like somebody got that right. So <laughs> thank you. It was rapping. Absolutely. You're right. <laughs> but anyway, 
And my experience and story behind how I even started rapping is very interesting. So off rip, I was raised by my grandmother, right? Shout out to Dottie B. Brought me home from the hospital. Matter of fact, quick plug in. If y'all got spare time, just go on YouTube, type in The Birth of Chrissy. And there is a song that I actually made. I interviewed my mom, interviewed my grandmother. And with their words, I pretty much created a song um, of the story behind me being born. Um, Very empowering song. Very impactful for teen parents, teen moms. And even being the parent of a child that's having a child. Um, So... That's a little quick plug-in right there. So, yeah, when I was, like, 9, 10, my grandmother and I moved to Connecticut. And not for nothing, moving to New Haven from New York, I was really like, this is the wackest move ever. There's nobody outside. There's no children playing. There's no bodega. Ain't no cars driving by. I don't see a park. (laughs) Like everything's completely different whereas like in New York my school was down the street from where I lived and a few blocks from the school was my after school and I was in like dance cheerleading karate um I had mad friends because they all lived in the neighborhood we all lived in the same neighborhood same faces every day and moving to Connecticut was the complete opposite of what I was used to and what I knew Um, and once I got in school, like moving up here, that was the first time that my grandmother was getting excessive phone calls home about me, like back to back. It didn't, I went to Amistad, left Amistad, went to Conti, but I really just was talking too much in school. Swear to God, every single phone call was that I talked too much, (laughs) Like, and thinking about it now, I just really did not have that balance of social life and extracurriculars versus my academic life. Whereas in New York, I knew I had my school day, but I still had something to look forward to after school. And moving to Connecticut, I wasn't involved in anything. I knew that after the school day, I'm going home. And I just felt like I was just trying to get my needs met. I want to have fun in school while I can. Yeah, I know I'm here to learn, but who cares? Like, I want to have fun. I want to make friends. You know, I want to have a good time. So I was getting a lot, a lot, a lot of phone calls home. And my grandmother is, my grandma was strict. She did not play that. Like, I didn't raise you to be this way. This is not what you're going to do. You're not about to be disrupting the class. And these teachers not going to be calling home all the time. So I was getting punished and I also wasn't able to really explain myself. Like, even if I felt like the teacher was lying, like, you know, as kids, we like, but they lying though. Like, I mean, I couldn't even pull none of those because she don't care what I have to say because she should have never got the call. Like, so I was on punishment, like on a type where it's like, I had to really write on the paper, like. I will not talk in class. I will not talk in class. I will not talk in class. (laughs) Front and back. And I feel like what led me to rapping was, one, my dad was extremely into rapping. That was his goal. That was his dream. My dad was in the studio crazy. 
and not living with my dad and being a daddy's girl, I felt like that kind of drove me to make sure that our bond was solid and consistent. You know, I don't live with my dad, but this is our way of bonding now. Like, so I feel like it was low key, a little, um, push there. And more importantly, not being able to explain myself or express myself or communicate when I was on punishment, I low-key feel like writing was my way to apologize. It was my way to express what I was going through, express how I was feeling. And as a kid, it was like, I want to make my grandmother happy. You know, like I'm sad that she's sad at me right now and I want to make her happy. So I'm going to write a rap, you know? So yeah, that was my form of communication back then, probably because I wasn't presented the opportunity to communicate. Um, And I can honestly see now how it's impacted adulthood because I still struggle with communication. Definitely something I'm working on, but I do heavily rely on making music and writing as a way to get a point across and be heard. Like, I feel like someone will listen to my music before they actually sit down and have a conversation with me. Wow. I'm actually just now realizing that. <laughs> I'm about to make an appointment with my therapist. Hold on one second. <laughs> Hold on one second, Mo. <laughs> but nah, seriously, for real, like, had I not moved to Connecticut... Had I not talked too much in class and got on punishment, I never would have been presented with the opportunity to sit still and allow myself to become creative and generate ways for me to entertain myself and express myself, being exposed to different things, being challenged and sitting in painful experiences helps to cultivate some shit you ain't know was there. Imagine me living life in New York, like just going to school, going after school. And by the time I come home, it's bedtime. I don't have time to think. I don't have time to sit still because I'm on to go. Obviously, being a child at that time, I don't want to be on punishment. I'm sad to be on punishment. I'm not understanding why. But looking back now, I'm ultimately grateful that I was presented with such a challenging experience and transition because it allowed me to sit with myself and discover a gift that I have and a passion that I can carry with me forever because this is my way to empower, inspire, and tell my story and stand in my truth. We catching up with Chrissy. Another one of my passions is education and learning. <laughs> and I'm laughing because we sit in school our whole entire lives. <laughs> and it wasn't until like two years ago that I really became like driven and motivated to learn and retain what I was learning. So senior year in high school, it was pretty much understood. Like I knew I had to go to college because that was the expectation in my family was to go to college and get a degree. So I started preparing myself. 
I kind of knew I wanted to, I went into college knowing I was studying social work and my goal was to open up a youth center literally for kids like me who didn't have an outlet for extracurricular and social activities and it impacted their academic performance and mislabeled them as bad. Um, so I was like really, really heavy on that. So I went to college knowing what I wanted to study, knowing what I wanted to do in the long run. But there was still a part of me that went to college to have a sense of freedom and independence. So I go to college and I have that exact freedom that I was looking forward to, right? Like I have all my friends, I get in my first relationship, I'm having relationship problems. Like this is cute, right? Like <laughs> that that was the type of time I was on. Like, but long story short, it wasn't until 2019 when I realized that I really messed up in a lot of ways. One reason being that I didn't have, I didn't balance my social and academic life appropriately. I did not take school as serious and in order to make it into the social work program, you have to get specific grades and specific classes, which I didn't. So I had to retake classes just to make it into the social work program, which then pushed me back from taking other requirements that allowed me to graduate in general. <laughs> so I was already looking at an extra semester. Um, but also another reason is in, in 2019, everyone around me was graduating. My friends that had other majors, um, the people I was in the social work program with, like they was, they was all set, they was graduating. And here I am stuck. And then I realized like, even if I was on track to graduate, I would be leaving undergrad not knowing a thing because of this type of student I was. I would not be productive in this field because I was that type of student that like I learned materials and I utilized my material just for the purposes of a specific assignment or quiz, you know? So like if I had a quiz on human behavior, chapter three, I'm just looking at chapter three the night before for real. I'm not studying it. I'm just training my brain to memorize what I need to know to pass. So I didn't retain anything. And that was hard for me to sit with because it's like, yeah, I will be getting this degree for my grandmother. But what am I going to do with this degree? How am I, what job am I going to land? How would I be useful to help anyone when I don't know what I learned, didn't retain anything that I learned. So that next semester that I had to do extra, that's when I, that's when I started. And I said, I'm going to read every single chapter. I'm taking notes. I want to know why this class is important. And that's really the reason I went to grad school was one, to be taught by people who look like me because I attended HBCU. Morgan State, what up, baby? And two, I knew that I took my undergrad social work experience for granted. And I had to get that back. And I kind of don't regret it because I ended up learning the real way. <laughs> like, I ended up learning the truth in this field. You know, yeah, I wanted to open up a youth center. And I thought it was just as simple as, like, you know, if they have extracurricular activities, they won't perform poorer in school. No, 
I learned about what was really impacting our communities because I wasn't taught that growing up in my household. I was taught to respect authority, listen to authority, don't question a thing. Just do what you got to do and keep it pushing. But in this field, it's deeper than that. You need to ask questions. You got to know why. You need to know the history. So if I wanted to open up that youth center, now I'm learning the systematic barriers put in place that cause deeper problems outside of extracurricular activities, Chrissy. You know? So that's exactly why I value my education. I'm passionate about learning and not even just about, you know, school materials and social work. I just want to be a better me because I realized I was so sheltered and protected. There's a lot I don't know and so much more I'm, I need to know and want to learn. And my greatest passion is giving back through my rapping, through my education and what I learned and through this platform. And I just love how it came full circle for me because I went from getting in trouble for talking and here I am in this space being able to talk unpack and share information that's just I always say the ultimate reward is being able to give back to people who is in my position we catching up with Chrissy wow I really want to thank you guys for sitting with me and allowing me to unpack and walk you through my journey of discovering my passions and I didn't want to just share my story to just talk about myself. No, I wanted to encourage you and also as a reminder to myself that it's okay to sit in your pain. Some things are unavoidable. Pain is unavoidable. But sitting in that pain and finding meaning in it is rewarding. And it allows us to reflect and make new choices. So, yes, thank you guys again for tuning in and catching up with your girl, be sure to subscribe on whatever platform it is that you're listening to, whether it be Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon Music. You choose. It's your world. But just so you can get that ding, ding, ding whenever a new episode drops, you'll have it and you'll be there. You can also follow me on Instagram at catchingup underscore Chrissy. That's C-A-T-C-H-I-N-U-P underscore Chrissy. I love you and take care. <laughs>